Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Maureen Hughes. She is a Soma Veda Thai yoga instructor and advanced practitioner. NCBTMB CEU provider, Hatha yoga instructor, and so much more. Hello, Maureen. Welcome. Thank you very much, Mish, for having me on. Thank you for being on. So, okay, you have to explain to everyone because I don't know that everybody knows what Soma Veda Thai Yoga is. What is Soma Veda Thai Yoga? Well, Soma Veda is actually a brand, and it's a made-up word. And okay. <laughs> it's a made up word, but but the two halves of the word soma meaning the good stuff. Ooh. And veda is an ancient word for life. Right. So soma veda is the good stuff of life and the intention of practicing soma veda, receiving soma veda is to receive all of the gifts of the universe. Aww. And specifically the work that is um mostly what I do is Thai yoga therapy also known here in the United States as Thai massage. Okay. Which is actually a slang because when Americans first started going to Thailand to, and they're like on the beach and these people are coming around and mushing them and bending them and stretching them, like they really didn't have any other word to call it except oh, massage. Gotcha. Okay. So that's how it became Thai massage. But realistically, it is... Um, it's a system of opening up the energy channels in the body, and it's done in a very systematic fashion. And my teacher in Florida, Dr. Anthony James, he instituted a very disciplined, systematic way to teach students this work, to do it safely, compassionately, to not hurt people. That's a good thing. To not hurt people <laughs> too much. <laughs> I have to mention Somet- too much. Sometimes stretches could hurt a little bit. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Right. It depends on how much pain is in the person's body and what needs right. to be released, right? Right. Yeah. And so. it's assisted, right? You know, So because I've, I've seen the video, mm-hmm. right? So it's like you're assisting the person with their stretches and such and kind of feeling it through and exactly figuring out where those blocks are. Yes, assisted, facilitated stretching. And, um, you know, it, it, it's known as a pretty intense form of body therapy. And it became very popular amongst athletes and CEOs. Okay. Like people who, well, had the money to do it. Right. Or had the necessity to keep their body in tip-top fine working order you know, receiving injuries on a regular basis, basketball, baseball, hockey, football. You know, these people are injured on a regular basis. And Thai is really one of the fastest way to um, fix people's bodies, honestly. Wow, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. So I I can't get this out of my head. You were talking about, you know, people would go visit Thailand and they're be these people on the beaches going, hello, let me massage you, what we call, what we decided was massage. Uh Um, does that still happen? Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. So you go to Thailand, there's people like, hi, let me do this for you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, for like $8 an hour. Wow. <laughs> I know. Inexpensive even. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that is so interesting. And then um, how did you come across this? Like, where did you first see it and say, I got to figure this out? Well, I first experienced a Thai massage in around 2004. 
I was going through my yoga teacher training and my teacher had gone to California to do a 100 hour training. And she came back and she's like, hey, let me practice on you. And I was like, okay. Um, And I received it and my body did things that like it could never do on its own in yoga class. Wow. My range of motion was very limited when trying to do a stretch by myself. But then when I was just as relaxed as possible, she was able to push my body into positions like I probably couldn't do since I was like maybe six years old. Really? Mm-hmm. It oh, was, that's fascinating. It was very painful, <laughs> um, but it was incredible. And I felt so amazing afterwards. And I was so amazed at what my body did during the session that I was like, I need to do this. I need to learn how to do this. And um, she gave me her manual she made a photocopy of it, which I don't think she was supposed to do. But then she gave it to me. And she's like, here, go find some people to work on. And I'm like, I don't know if this is legal, but this was amazing. And I only know that I could help people doing this work. Right. So that was 14 years ago. Wow. And then time is a strange thing. You know, I really, really wanted to um, move forward with my health and wellness business, teaching yoga, doing Thai therapy. But the reality was that I needed to make some money. And so I ended up going into biotechnology sales because, as you know, I'm also a PhD scientist. Well, right. And I wanted to talk about that because you, in, 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 with immunology, right, was yeah. your... so. That's kind of different than what you do now. Uh, a little bit. Um, I mean, that's like really different than what you do now. <laughs> I know, so, I what know. was this journey like? You, you tell us. I, well, I mean, it started when I was six years old, and um, my family had, you know, identified me as being pretty smart. I learned how to read when I was two and a half, Whoa. and I was moved ahead out of kindergarten into first grade. Um, and so I was the youngest kid in first grade, and I was still blowing them out of the water. Not to be like, you know, toot my own horn, but reality was like I didn't fit in gotcha. at all. You gotcha. know, but I identified that all I really wanted to do was help people and they're like oh Maureen should become a doctor ah. and so I was given all of this stuff to read that was directly pertinent to health and wellness one long well large book series in general from England my parents had received I don't even know where it came from it was like the story of life and it had Chinese medicine in there and really? acupuncture and acupressure and meridians. And it had everything that they had known up until that point about muscles and tissue and fascia and organs and surgeries. And, you know, that is fascinating. so I read this when I was like 14 years old. And then they're like, you're going to be a doctor. You're going to be a doctor. And then my junior year of college, I took a medical ethics class. And I'm like, I am not going to be a physician. Why? What did what what came out in that class? You said, uh-uh. Yeah. Well, number one, it was just the types of decisions that physicians need to make. Uh. You know, the reality is that physicians give poisons to people. You know, um, unnatural substances and that, you know, the discussion about insurance and policy and how the doctoring community was going to go from, you know, really getting to know the whole person to like getting to spend five or 10 minutes with. A, right. Which, which is, is the reality. It, it is the reality. I mean, I, 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 
I, it hurts my heart for doctors because I don't know that all doctors, they, they don't want to only spend five to 10 minutes, but what we have set up for them is you don't have time to learn anything new. You know, because you're going to be really, really busy and you got to get in and out, in and out. It's like insurance companies sort of dictate what happens in the doctor's office now. Exactly. And I saw that and I said no. Um, But I was still incredibly intrigued uh, uh, with life in general and, you know, go back again when I was eight years old. Barb McClintock won the Nobel Prize for discovering mobile genetic elements in corn. So there are little pieces of DNA that can jump around inside of our organisms, and usually they jump around in stressful situations. Really? And so she discovered basically one of the major causes of evolution. Interesting. And I thought that too. And so I became fascinated with DNA while I was in college at Loyola in Chicago. And I ended up working in a lab of Dr. Howard Layton. He studied plant retro transposable elements in soybeans. Sure, say that again. Yeah, <laughs> retro transposable elements. So retro transposable elements are kind of like retroviruses. Okay. And what's the best known retrovirus? I don't know. HIV. Oh, gotcha. HIV. Okay. So I did not know. I don't I don't know the term retrovirus. Oh, so okay. what does that mean? Uh, a retrovirus means that it is an RNA virus. Okay. So not a DNA virus, but okay, an gotcha. RNA virus. But it hijacks the machinery of the cell that it lives in <gasps> to make another copy of it. And then it transposes into another place. And, we and do, then we, the cells We don't burst, like it because it's, it's and, doing things that we don't want to do to our body. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. Right. Okay. So retrovirus. Gotcha. Yeah, so. It's not like a kickback to cool viruses. Though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool viruses are, I mean, like all these viruses are incredibly interesting. Interesting and so different in their mechanism, their mechanisms. But um, I studied this retrotransposable element, and I was just at the beginning of the big DNA study boom. Yep. Because um, a technique called PCR, polymerase chain reaction. So basically, of all of our DNA code, right, you can amplify a very short portion of it exponentially. And then you can move it and change it and put it into different, what we call them DNA vectors. Okay. So I'm teaching you the basics wow. of like transposition and, you know, basically. I'm not going to try this at home. No, <laughs> no, you need a lab for that. You can probably set up a lab, a, a good lab for about $50,000. Actually, but oh, wow, okay, it. it's a deal. Let's let's do one. I know we could do it at Medici because you're at Medici. <laughs> let's just give them. Let's talk to them about doing a lab soon. No, that's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with Maureen. <laughs> with Maureen Hughes. Okay, so how did you end up in biotech? I was broke. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> I needed to like eat. Yeah, you need to eat. It's I needed an, to yeah, eat. Important, I, right? I, I had a relationship and unfortunately, you know, sometimes as bleeding hearts, you let yourself getting to get taken advantage of. Aww. And I ended up in a lot of personal debt. And instead of 
filing for bankruptcy, I ended up getting a job in biotechnology sales, which working your butt off. I worked my butt off right. and it had it forced me to get over a lot of stuff. Like I know it probably doesn't seem like it. I was like an incredibly shy child. Oh, wow, no. Yeah. yeah. I was like afraid to talk to people in general. You and wouldn't have worked for the podcast if you were afraid to talk. No, <laughs> I know, right? But um, Wow, really? Yeah, so graduate school actually helped me with a lot of that because I was forced to give presentations on a regular basis. Okay. And then after I managed a lab for a while, like the transition was about to occur. And when I had to tell my boss at the time I was going to go work for this company called Clone Tech, he's like... Well, at least you're working for them. They sell my stuff. <laughs> clone tech. Yeah, oh, clone I can only tech. imagine what happened there. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you the stories in biotech. It's crazy. So I ended up at clone tech and it was a great foray into sales. Like you never know what you're going to do in life until you start learning how to convince people to buy stuff. And, you know, I picked yeah. a few products that I thought were actually the best and I just ran with it and I ended up number one in the company. Wow. And then after three and a half years, they wouldn't split my territory after growing at 60%. So I said, bye. Oh, gosh. And they then wanted I, to clone you. They, they cloned you. <laughs> that would have worked, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, that would have been nice. Instead, we're just going to clone you, Maureen. <laughs> yeah, clone tech had nothing to do with human cloning, just so you know. Um <laughs> But I ended up leaving that position and going to India for the first time uh, to do something called Panchakarma. So okay. yes. it's a pretty serious ancient form of detoxification. Yes, it and is. You did it? I've done it three times. Oh, wow. I know. Okay. I well, know. tell everybody what that involves. I, I mean, I know of it. I don't know all that's involved with it. Yes. So panchakarma means five actions so that there are five specific ways to remove toxins from a person's body. One is um, by drinking the ghee. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, ghee's good. You drink we the like ghee, that. Yeah. and then you are given an herbal medicine to expel the toxins through your digestive system. Right. So it's basically like having the flu for a day. Fun. Yeah, and you pay to do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so that's called Varechin. Okay. And then there's called Busty, and Busty is enemas. Okay. And so they give you oil enemas so, and water great enemas. time in India. Yeah, okay. it was fantastic. Fun I learned stuff about myself that I never knew. But <laughs> that said, let me just tell everybody, and if, because, you know, unless you're watching us on Facebook Live, you don't see Maureen. But I always sound like she's like the healthiest looking person. You just glow health. You really, really do. You have a very healthy glow about you. Oh, well, thank so you. So there's something to all this stuff you're doing. Yeah, I think. Um uh, the Chinese call that Shen. Okay. And um, many, I've had to encounter many Chinese people through my life because of my work in biotechnology. I gotcha. And they're always like, You got Shen. I got girl. Shen. I got so, some Shen. So, <laughs> anyway. Do, do the other three parts of Panchakarma, are they as fun as the first two? Oh, they're does even it better. Get better. Oh, it does get better. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, the next one is called Nasia. Where they put things up your nose. Oh, gosh. Yep. And those, so that's for head and neck and upper chest disorders. Okay. Uh, migraine headaches, things like that. Got yeah. And then there is, I always forget the name of it because it's really long. There's um, bloodletting. Oh. And so they use leeches. Oh. And they stick the leech to you. And then if it doesn't fall off and the leech is about to explode, then they 
push the blood out of it and stick it right back to you. And so they use that for like sciuratic lesions. Okay. Like psoriasis. Gotcha. And then um, my personal favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Vomen, um, which is therapeutic vomiting. Yeah. Which I never had to do that. Oh, you didn't have to. No, I didn't have to to do that. Five. Well, they gave me some nausea just because to to let me experience it. And I'm like, no, thanks. We don't have to do that again. Yeah. Like ghee up the nose. Mm. No, thank you. Mm. Um, And then they didn't do the bloodletting on me because that's obviously like a very specific condition. Yeah. Okay. But I did the Varechin and I did the Busty and then I think I accidentally did the Vomen, but they didn't specifically (laughs) do the Vomen on me. And then the Vomen just happened. Yeah, the Vomen just kind (laughs) of happened. Sporadic (laughs) Vomening. It's like, no more medicine, please. I mean, that's from, gosh. Okay, so. (laughs) I know it is. This this is great. uh, Well, that's a hot fun time there in India then oh, yeah. you and you've done it three times so obviously though it 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 make you felt really good after oh i did yeah i mean it's about making you lighter so um the other thing about the place that i went in india it's called care k a r e okay it's www.carehealth.com okay um they are associated with the iyengar institute and in pune india and so bks iyengar is basically the f- grandfather of yoga okay, in the gotcha. western world okay uh, he brought yoga to the united states back in the 70s and it's a very slow methodical thoughtful scientific yoga Gotcha. It's not a lot of breathing and exercising and sweating, although it can be, you know, okay, but the classes right. that I've taken, the beginner classes are very <laughs> systematic and I loved it. Cool. So that's one of the reasons why I chose to go there is because we did many hours of yoga a day and then you get massages. So it's not all bad. Okay. That's the good part. And yeah, then you gotcha. actually get to eat some really good, healthy, like, um, uh, autoimmune protocol type of food. Okay. You know, like no nightshades. Gotcha. Um, no, uh, no nuts. Really? Yeah. They, they let I you didn't eat some forms were... of dairy. Okay. Uh, but, and then they let you eat wheat, but the wheat in India is so different than it is here. Okay. Uh, but it was really good food and no coffee. Oh. <laughs> that was like the hardest thing. <laughs> that would be difficult for me. I really, really, really like coffee. Yeah, me too. I noticed that one day, like they had given another woman coffee that was staying there. And I'm like, what? They're How like, no, she- no, no, you can't have coffee. I'm like, why can she have coffee? They're like, well, she's only here for seven days. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay, thanks. Wow. <laughs> I just wanted my coffee. She, we're such a coffee culture in the United States. I mean, that's like a thing. Uh, yeah, like, like we like worship it. It's the you biggest know? business of the world. Yeah. Coffee is it, the it, biggest the business really? of the world. Not yes. Technology? It's it's well coffee. maybe well, I think it does it actually supersede war. Actually. <laughs> I think oh, it supersedes really? war expenditures. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It well, is it is the most traded, wow. highly prized. And by the way, Dr. BKS Iyengar loved coffee. And when he died, there was like tons of coffee that he had to dispel <laughs> of because everyone would bring him coffee. Oh my gosh. He loved coffee. Yeah, I do too. Mm-hmm. I just, there's something about it. It makes me happy. I, I I feel like God said, here's coffee so you can handle what the heck you're gonna have to do here on earth. Yes. Because <laughs> it's not gonna be easy. Pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. That's fascinating. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Maureen. 
back with Maureen and it's question time. Yay. I could ask you about a thousand different questions, so this was not easy. But what one okay, so right now with everything that you're doing, do you have a big idea for all of us out there, like a a, a simple health thing that we could adopt today that would just that would be helpful to us? Drink more water. Okay. And do breathing exercises. And that is really important, isn't it? We forget. We hold our breath a lot, don't we? Mm -hmm. We forget to breathe. And there is something about taking a great big breath. I mean, there really is. Mm Because I find myself going, everyone's like, okay, I just got to take a big breath. Mm -hmm. And we forget because we stop it. Yeah, we do. You know, we, unfortunately, a lot of us live in stress response. Yes. A good portion of the time. Yes. And we just kind of forget to breathe. And breathing is good. All right, breathe. Drink water, breathe. Yeah. That's easy. Well, recommendation is about 60% of your body weight in pounds in ounces. So, for example, if you weigh 200 pounds, if you weigh 200 (laughs) pounds, Half of well, sixty percent of that is one hundred and twenty ounces. One hundred and twenty so ounces, basically a, day. a gallon. A gallon of water a day. Fresh, pure, Good, pure water. water. Yeah. Right. Preferably yeah. defluoridated. There you go. Yes, defluoridated. Get the yucky stuff out. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> All right. So, do you have a favorite symbol? Uh, that's an easy one. That would be Om. I figured that was. Yes. I love Om. So, I, tell us why. Tell us, like, what, like, what is it? What is it for you? Uh, the fascination began, well, for me painting it, I've painted it at least 80 times. Wow. Okay. A lot of magnets and then larger ohm paintings, some of which I've sold and some of which I've held on to, but ohm is the primordial sound. It is the sound that happened at the big bang. It is the sound that connects us all. It is, if you think of Om and what it is, Om, like mom. Right, right, right. Like it is our nature. It is our source. It is everything and it's everywhere. And the earth resonates at the sound of Om. I believe it's 28 octaves below human hearing in the tone of B flat. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. That is interesting. I love the ohm symbol as well. I was I've always been drawn to it. Mm-hmm. Even as a little kid, weirdly as a little kid, I was also really drawn to um Ganesh, the the elephant-headed yes. god. And I grew up Catholic, don't ask me, mm-hmm. for but whatever reason I was always drawn to him. Yeah. And then um Later on, when I found out he was the god of overcoming obstacles, which is very helpful, yes. as well as the god of writers. Mm-hmm. And I was a writer first before oh, I, you know, wow, like yeah. that was my entree into media. Anything yeah. was writing. And I, I was like, well, that just makes sense why I'm into him. My, Ganesha was my foray into Hindu religion. Okay, gotcha. Uh, not that I'm a Hindu by any stretch of the imagination. But, but interesting. But, yes. I was always interested. I in was it. always praying for obstacles to be removed. And I'm like, why is like, why is my life like this? Why is it so difficult? You know, like not knowing that I, I actually know that I lived my life in cognitive dissonance for a very, very long time. Like well, my nature, we all, well, my nature done was it. never ever like able to be exerted because of my not knowing of all of these things that I'm doing now. Right. 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 You had to find out about them and they had to come into your world. Mm-hmm. That's what's really hard for me to, I, I you know, I, so I, I talk about how I have a fluid belief system mm-hmm. because when I find out new information, I might change my belief. 
I mean, I, there's no way I could be like, These, this is my belief system and I will, this is it for the rest of my life. No, right. I can't mm-hmm. because I find out something different or, you know, that will change my perspective or open me up to something new. And I want to always be able to feed that part of me. Definitely. I, mean, I think I find that fascinating. Yeah. If you're going to be on earth to keep learning and growing and you know, getting into new things, right? Well, I, I love the concept of things ringing true, Ooh. right? When yeah. you hear the truth, it's like, bong, bing, <laughs> in right. your brain, the little light bulb goes off, and all of a sudden you're like, oh my, how is this all going to fit in? Does it need to fit in, or can it be compartmentalized? What's the link, you know? Right, right, right. I mean, there's so much stuff I know that I don't know. Exactly. And there's a lot of stuff, honestly, that I feel like I don't need to know. Well, right. Well, (laughs) or that my brain probably couldn't handle because I'm on Earth. (laughs) I'm not, you know, I'm not in some other place. Oh, I get that now. It's like, are the number of our neurons and connections possible limited? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So I love this, that this is something what just, you know, stalking you a little bit before you showed up today. (laughs) Um, What brings you vicarious joy? Oh, what brings me vicarious I love joy? The, I love the term, so I had to bring yeah, it up. Yeah, well, I mean, my work brings me vicarious joy. Uh, you know, before I got here today, I was over at a client that I see at his home, and he especially hates cold weather. <laughs> he is a vata type of person, so okay. very thin and hates cold, dry weather, and, you know, barely eats through the day, and, you know, but likes to move around a lot, is very active. That's a vata person, that, right? That sounds familiar to me. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> so, so anyway, I'm over there, and I'm working on him. He had just gotten back from a trip in D.C. where he's walking and just like so intrigued and he's like I could spend six years there like doing all of this stuff and I'm like all right you know I'm gonna have to like you have a lot of aches and pains he had a lot more aches and pains than he normally does when I go and see him and so I'm like working everything out and I'm like oh you're not gonna like this but you're gonna feel really good after I'm done and then like he got up and he's like oh my god that was like the best session ever like all my pain is gone and I'm just like yay I just celebrate you know but it makes me really, really happy to see people be happy. Right. You know, that's and, what brings and me not have as many joy. Aches and, pain, and be able to move. Being able to move is a big deal with me. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it really like I, 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 like my knees hurt. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, like as I get older, my knees have been hurting, and I'm like, okay, no, I don't want this. Mm-hmm. I don't want my knees to hurt because I like being able to move how I want to move. Mm-hmm. You know, and so. We have to talk, Maureen. Oh. I need you to open up my knee, my knee whatevers. Yeah. Do we have knee chakras? Maybe. Uh, actually, the knees, the elbows, the shoulders, the hips, all of our toes, all of those are known as secondary chakras. Really? And in Thai, <gasps> they're known as loam. Loam. And loam means lom. air. Uh-huh. That's why our joints pop. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, cool. What other tidbits of wisdom do you, can you share with us right now? I want to oh know where you, you have a million things in your head. Other tidbits of wisdom. Uh, besides, you know, drinking enough water, I think it's very important to make sure that you're doing something to electrify your body. So like exercise can electrify your body. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of OsteoStrong. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. did. I went so out there the and checked it out. People, right. yeah. yeah. So like piezoelectric force, which is what happens when our bones are stressed, mm-hmm. when our bones are bent, 
Right. Uh, this electricity is required to keep us strong and healthy and vibrant and alive. I mean, if you think about what we are, we are electromagnetic. We have iron in our blood. Right. Carried around. Yes. In a circuit. Carrying oxygen through our systems and tissues. That's true. And so, you know, becoming more electric, whether it's through exercise. And then I've also started doing this thing called the Beamer. Have you heard of the I, Beamer? I've heard of the Beamer. Oh, it, my gosh. Do you like it? I love the Beamer. I feel amazing with the I Beamer. I love the Beamer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's just this pad where um, pulsed electromagnetic force comes out of it in varying intensities. You set the program. I learned about it when I was doing physical therapy for my knee surgery. Oh, And I am nice. convinced, convinced that it is one of the major reasons why my recovery was so quick. Really? Absolutely. Wow. The Beamer. Mm-hmm. I got to go get electric. Thank you for that. That just brought it home right there. Thanks, Maureen. So where can people find out about you? I am at www.totalharmony.com. Um, I'm working on my new website, totalharmonyschool.com, because I teach people to do what I do, traditional Thai yoga therapy, traditional uh, and indigenous therapies. And I'm at Medici Media Space. Where all the cool people hang, right? All the awesome people hang out. (laughs) Like everyone, I walk in there and everyone's like, why are you so happy? Why are you always smiling? I'm like, I love this place. If people came there and felt the energy of it, they would get it. I mean, that is it. It's like, it's like there's an energy there that it's, it's intoxicating. I love going there. It's I know. One of my fair places. I love working there. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much thank for you. being on today. Really totally appreciate, appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate you as well. Thank you, Maureen, and everybody out there. Thanks for watching. Please go to uh, where do we want you to go? We want them to go to iTunes. We don't. We want them to subscribe, and we want you to have awesome and fabulous days. Love you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.